All right, welcome back. Today we're going over the NFC things that I'm looking forward to in the NFL 2020-2021 season. I think the NFC is going to be a much more competitive division um, or conference in the AFC is. So uh, let's let's begin. Um, so we're starting off with the NFC North. We have the Packers, uh, they're the first team, and then we'll make our way down to the Bears, Vikings, Lions, and then to the East, South, and then the West. Um, so starting off with the Packers, the thing that I'm most looking forward to is seeing how Rodgers and Adams do and then how they do without Jimmy Graham. So last year, uh, the Packers, as a team, their league ranking for offense, they were 15th in points for, 18th in points against, second in team turnovers lost, and then 15th in fumbles lost by a player, uh, 14th in passing touchdowns, first in uh, interceptions throw, which means if you the least amount, Aaron Rodgers had, I think, four interceptions with 26 touchdowns, so a pretty good year. Um, rushing, they were 15th in yards, 7th in touchdowns, and 16th in yards per attempt. And then if we go to the defense, their points for they were ninth. Their yards uh, for their 18th. Uh, the turnovers, to- team turnovers lost. They were uh, seventh, and their fumbles lost by player. They're 21st. Uh, they, uh, they're fifth um, for league ranked defense for how many other people would score touchdowns on them, and then third in total interceptions. Um, we look at Aaron Rodgers' stats. Aaron had a pretty good year at 36. Uh, it led the team to a 13 and three. Made it. Uh, to the conference championship, and then they lost to the Niners, 37 to 20. Um, 26 touchdowns, four interceptions, a 0.7 interception rate, a long of 74. Average yards per attempt about 7.0. Average yards per game about 25.0, and a rating of about 95.4. Uh, he was sacked six percent of the time. Uh, fourth quarter comebacks was two and three game-winning drives. Uh, Jimmy Graham, so the person that's leaving, last year he had an okay season with um, um, uh, Green Bay. He had 60 pass targets, 38 receptions, 447 receiving yards, about 11.8 or almost 12 yards per reception. He had three touchdowns, which was one of the lowest. It was his uh, second lowest, um, which was one behind his 2018 and his 2015 campaign where he got two. Uh, He had a long of 48. He got about 2.4 receptions per game, about uh, 27, about 28 yards per receiving game, and he caught about 63% of the passes. And then Devontae Adams, with the stud, um, he sected to his Pro Bowl for the third time in a row. Um, he played in 12 games this year. He had uh, 12, uh, 12 receiving yards per reception. He had five touchdowns. He got targeted um, 127 times. He caught 83 of those passes with a catch rate of 65.4 had about 7.9 receiving yards per target and about 83 yards per game. So I think if Rodgers and Adams can continue and complement each other and keep working well, I think the Packers will do well. But I think they, they're they not really – I think they do well in the regular season. I think they're really – they're a regular season team. Right? They can go 13-3 and 14-2, and and it's not as impressive of a 13-3 or 14-2 as a Niners or as a Seahawks. And I'm not saying that because I'm a Seahawks fan. I'm just saying that because you watch their games and – there's a sort of mentality to it where it's slow and, and they win, but it's not exciting and you know it's just a win. You, you can't really classify it as anything else. And wins are good, obviously, but they're they're definitely a regular season team, and I think they're going to have struggles with the playoffs. But if they can connect and if Aaron Jones has another great year, I think the Packers are in store for some good things. All right, now next we're going to move on to the Bears. So the Bears got Jimmy Graham. I already listed his stats. Um, but they got Nick Foles this year. So if we look at Nick Foles and the Chicago Bears, um, their offensive rank was 29th there uh, um, for points and yards. Their defensive rank was 4th for points and 8th for yards. 
Um, last year, their lead passer was Mitchell Trubisky. Trubisky, you know, he had an okay year, but I, I really don't think he's going to start. Uh, he won eight and seven, so this was off of his um, uh, Pro Bowl season in 2018 when he went 11 and three, but he completed 63.2 percent of all the passes. He had 17 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. Um, he got sacked 38 times. He led three fourth quarter comebacks and three game winning drives. Um, interception percentage of about 1.9 and a touchdown percentage of about 3.3. Um, so that's that's okay. I mean, I mean, I really don't think that um, he's going to start again. He kind of had a rough season, and I I, I don't I just don't think that it's going to work out for him. On the other hand, Nick Foles he just came in from Jacksonville. Uh, he had a 65.8% completion rate. He threw three touchdowns and two interceptions, so significantly lower than um, Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, what else did he have? He had about 184 yards per game. He was sacked eight times. He led zero fourth quarter, uh, zero fourth quarter comeback, and zero game winning drive. So it's going to be interesting to see how the quarterback dynamic goes. I'm actually going to go back on my other point. I think Trubisky may start again because we're looking at Foles. He's 30. He he, he did not have a good year. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how that works out for them. Um, the Vikings, we're going to go with uh, Kirk Cousins' progressions and how they're not going to have Stefan Diggs. Um, so Minnesota, Cousins had a great year last year. He went to the Pro Bowl. Um, he completed 69.1% of all the passes. He led them to a 10-5 and record. Um, the first time he's won 10 games in his entire career. Um, he never won. He never won more than nine games with Washington, and then he won eight games last year with Minnesota, and then ten games this year. Threw twenty six touchdowns with six interceptions. He had a a rating of one hundred seven point four and threw about two hundred forty point two yards per game. Sacked twenty eight times, one fourth quarter comeback, and one game winning drive. Uh, and then Stephon Diggs. Right? So this is the playmaker. He's a great wide receiver. I really like him. Um, he had 1,130 total yards, about seven, about 18 yards per reception, six touchdowns, 41 first drive, 41 first downs. He caught about 67% of all the passes and about 12.0 yards per target, or 12 yards per target. So he's with Buffalo. He's with Josh Allen now. So it's going to be exciting how he plays into that system. Um, and then we're going to see how Kirk Cousins progresses, if he can you know, see on this upward trend. So from go from eight wins to 10 wins, to maybe 11 or 12 wins. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see because um, Stefan Diggs is going to be there. And finally, Detroit. So the last team in the NFC North, we're going to be looking at their draft pick success. So Detroit drafted Jeff Okuda. Um, last year, their defense was abysmal, to say the least. They were 26th ranked in points and 31st ranked in yards. Um their offense was not not good either. They were 18th in points, 17th in yards. They went three and 12, and they finished uh, last in a very very disappointing NFC North or yeah NFC North division. However, the draft pick Jeff Okuda, he he's really good. Like, I like him. Uh, 28 solo tackles in total career at Ohio State. He had 64 solo tackles, 19 assisted, and 83 for loss. Um, he had one tackle for loss his entire. And career there, he had three interceptions, all came in his senior year, or all came in his last year, 18 passes defended, two football recoveries, and one forced fumble. So I'm excited to see. And if you look at their previous draft success, um, so this year they drafted Jeff Okuda and DeAndre Swift. I think both of them are going to be really well. Last year they drafted TJ Hawkinson, 32 receptions, 367 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, he's okay. I mean, I like him, and I think that was a good pick. Um, uh, you know, the 2018 they drafted. Carry on Johnson, two touchdowns, three hundred forty receiving yards. Two receiving touchdowns, three hundred forty receiving yards. Uh, six um, 
rushing touchdowns, 1,044 rushing yards. And then 2017, Gerard Davis, G.C. Taylor, I mean, you don't recognize these guys. You had Kenny Galladay, uh, 19, 19 receiving touchdowns, 2,730 receiving yards. Um, uh, the year before that, they had no one really good. Uh, the year before that, they had Amir Abdullah. Uh, three hundred fifty rushing yard, or three hundred fifty rushing attempts, one thousand three hundred thirty six rushing yards, six rushing touchdowns, four receiving touchdowns, five hundred eighteen receiving yards. Uh, Quandre Diggs, who's now on the Seahawks, in nine interception. I think he's a, an absolute baller. And then you have Eric Ebron, who's not with them anymore. He's with the Steelers. Then you have Kyle Van Noy, who's also not with them anymore. Kyle's with the Dolphins. Um, so their last, uh, you could say, good draft year. Because um, they haven't really had any good recent ones. But the last good draft year was in 2014. And then the year before that, they had a good one as well. They had Ziggy Onza. They had Darius Slay, Theo Riddick. Um, but yeah, we need to see how um, Okuda and Swift will play. Because if they do well, then the Lions could be a bit better. Now, I don't think that they're going to win the NFC North, but I don't think that they'll come in last. All right, so moving along, we are going to head on to the NFC East. So we're starting with the, the Redskins or the football team. Well, I'll get into that later. Uh, the Cowboys, the Giants, and the Eagles. So the Redskins, the thing I'm most excited to... God damn it. The, the football team, the thing I'm most excited to see is Ron Rivera as a new coach. Um, he's won about 54.6% of all of his games, a total of 76 wins, 63 losses, and one tie. In the playoffs, he's won seven games. He's er, in, he's played seven games. He's won three of them. He's lost four of them as a playoff record of about um, 42.9. Um, his team's average finish in the division is 2.3. Um, he's won 58 challenges, or he's called 58 challenges, and he's only won 28 of them, and then he was fired after week 13 in Carolina. Now he's in uh, Washington, and there's a lot of problems in Washington, obviously. Um, they have good players. I mean, they have Terry McLaurin, they have Adrian Peterson, they have Keith Keenum. Um, and Peterson's a bit old, but their offensive and their defensive rank were horrific. I mean, horrific. They were 32nd in points, 31st in yards. Um, for offensive, and then for defensive, they were 27th in points and 27th in yards. Um, their team's rank and takeaway giveaway was 13. That's, oh, Jesus. That, that's, that's, that's scary. I mean, they're, they're, they're a bad team. They went 3-13. and 13, They finished 4th out of 4th um, in quite possibly the weakest division in all of football. That's, that's scary. Okay, moving along uh, to the Cowboys. I want to see how Dak and Amari do this year and if they can make a playoff push. So, Dak had a good year. Um, they win eight and eight. Uh, he threw sixty five point one percent of. All right, completed sixty five point one percent. Four thousand nine hundred and two yards. So he destroyed all of his number the numbers. In twenty, he threw eleven hundred more yards than he did in twenty eighteen. Um, Thirty touchdowns, eleven interceptions. He, I mean, he had a great twenty nineteen season. I mean, he threw more touchdowns. He threw more yards. Um, more yards per game. Um, his rating was his the second highest since uh, his rookie year when he replaced Tony Romo. Uh, he was sacked the least. Um, but he didn't lead any fourth quarter in the game when he does. So his he threw 306.4 yards per game, had an average rating of 99.7, sacked 3.7% of every play, um, only sacked 23 yards, though, um, had a touchdown percentage of 5 and an interception percent of, of 1.8. Something, something that really helped him um, was the addition of Amari Cooper to their wide receiver core. So Cooper had a great year. He was a pro bowler. Um, 1,189 receiving yards. He had eight receiving touchdowns. He caught 66.4% of all the passes, uh, about 10 yards per target, um, and about 15.1 uh, yards per reception, and 74.3 yards per game. So he had a great year. Um, however, Dallas didn't make the playoffs. They went 8-8. Eight and eight. They finished 2nd and 4th. They didn't make the playoffs. 
So I want to see, A, if they can make the playoffs. So they'll be fighting for that in this weak division. And B, how they do in general. How Prescott, Elliott, and Cooper all work together. But mainly, I'm excited to see just Prescott and Cooper because Elliott's a stud already. So we just need to see how Dak and Amari do. All right, moving on to the Eagles, I want to see Daniel Jones' second-year profession and what happened with Saquon. So Daniel Jones, um, he came in, uh, you know, he had a record of 3-9. and nine. I don't think that you should look at his record, though. I think he's going to be a great player next year. I completed 62% of all of his passes, threw for 3,027 yards. Had twice as many touchdowns as interceptions, 24 and 12 respectively. He had a uh, 232.8 yards per game, led a sick comeback against Tampa Bay. Sacked 38 yards, led one fourth quarter comeback and two game winning drives. If uh, 140 uh, first downs and about 10.7 yards per completion and 6.6 yards per attempt. So, uh, you know, a rough season. You know, it's his rookie season. I think he'll do much better, and I don't think he'll have as better of a sophomore slump as Baker Mayfield. Now, Saquon, or Saquads, he had a great rookie season, right? You know, 1,300 rushing yards, 11 rushing touchdowns, uh, receiving, four receiving touchdowns, 721 receiving yards, caught 75.2% of all the passes. Um, he had in, I've, I've mentioned this book, but it's an approximate value, so if you have to attach a single number to every player, he had one out of 14. Um 2019, it wasn't as good. So 2019, his rushing yards, he was down 300, so from 1307 down to 1003. Um, now he had he had less rushing attempts, um, but um, he, you know that that makes sense. But he had a bad year. Uh, yards per game, he went down from 81.77 to 77.2. Uh, his average rushing attempts per game, he went from 16.3 to 16.7. So his rushing attempts per game went up. Um, but he played less games. He only played in 13 out of 16 games, which is why he had a major discrepancy and why he played in 44 less games than he did last year. Um, for receiving, he had uh, 91 receptions last year compared to 52 this year, um, 721 yards last year compared to 438 this year. Uh, he had four touchdowns last year, two this year. Um, he caught 71.2% of passes this year instead of 752 last year. And this is a big stat. His total yards per scrimmage last year was 2,028, and his total yards per scrimmage this year was 1,441. He had one fumble this year. He didn't have any last year. Um, and his rushing and receiving touchdowns in total for last year was 15, and this year was 8. So he had almost twice as many as he did last year. So I want to say, I mean, I really hope he does better. I think he's a great player. Um, I think he has a chance to cement himself as one of the great running backs of the current league and I think he is I think that there are a couple better I think Kamara's better I think Zeke's better I think McCaffrey's better um but I, I think that he can get to that point but you know he didn't have a good year and he needs to do better all righty now the Eagles I want to see their offseason trading now I'm not sure how productive their offseason was um, they came into the offseason with about $40 million in cap space. And then the GM, Howie Roseman, he got a top-flight cornerback. So we got Darius Slay. Uh, he drafted a backup quarterback who's not going to play at all. He drafted, he didn't draft a single wide receiver, and he added a third-price defensive tackle. So if we go over, uh, they picked a bunch of people. They released um, Nigel Bradham. They exercised Derek Barnett's fifth-year option. Um, they signed a couple running backs. They acquired Marquis Goodwin from the Niners. Uh, they selected Jalen Hurts, who I, I really don't think he's going to play, but I like him a lot. Uh, they re-agreed the terms with cornerback Nickel Roby Coleman. Uh, what else did they do? They signed a bunch of people for assisting staff. Then they agreed to a three-year contract with uh, defensive tackle Javon Hargrave. Uh, they selected Jalen Rager with the 21st pick of the draft. Uh, I don't know where he's going to start. Um, there are a lot of people who are going to be doing well for them. 
Um, or are there going to be a lot of people who are starting over him? So I'm not sure what the point of that was. And then they agreed to get Darius Lee. So, you know, it, it was a forgetful offseason. I'll say that. And, you know, hopefully uh, with all this new coaching staff and adjustment, they can make stuff worth make stuff work in this season. All right. NFC South. This is probably the division with probably the most quarterback talent. But let's begin. So we have the Saints. Um, so I want to see how they do. Uh, in the competitive division, obviously, uh, you know the Falcon. They're with the Falcons, the Panthers, and the Bucks. Um, so you have Breeze, Ryan, Bridgewater, and Brady. Um, and then I want to see how they do in this division. Obviously, they're a great regular season team. I want to see how Drew Breeze does. Uh, I know he got a lot of backlash for his uh, American flag comments, but I want to see how he does. And against the Vikings, so the last <laughs> in the playoffs, they 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 lose to the Vikings, and so so they lost this year. Uh, 26 to 20 in overtime in the, the Minnesota Miracle two years ago. So I want to see if they face the Vikings again, uh, if third time's a turn. Now, they won in a regular season game against them, but I want to see how they're going to do um, in the playoffs against them. Uh, then we have Atlanta. So Atlanta had a big trade this year. They acquired Tom Gurley. So prior to that, Devontae Freeman was their lead rusher. Uh, they were fifth in total yards for offense and 13th in points. Um, and their defense, well, this isn't as important now, but they're 23rd in points and 20th in yards. So if we look at Devontae Freeman's stats, uh, last year he was in 14 games he had 30 first first downs two touchdowns so it's his third lowest um er, his second lowest i mean his 2018 season wasn't really a season he only played in two games um average yards per game 13 uh thir- rushing yards per game 13.1 yards per game 46.9 um yards per attempt 3.6 receiving he had four touchdowns 410 receiving yards he caught 84.3 percent of the balls now if we go to todd Gurley, he was in this whole contract dispute with the rams but he's finally out of there um i think he's happy to be out of there but uh this year um in 2019 in 2019 he kind of fell off in 2017 and 18 he was selected to both pro, pro bowls and all first team all pros but um he had 12 touchdowns um he had about 3.8 yards per attempt, about 57.1 yards per game, uh, 14.9, 15 rushing attempts per game. Uh, for receiving, he had two receiving touch- touchdowns, 207 receiving yards. He caught about 63.3% um, percent of all his passes, fumbled three times. He had a total of 14 total touchdowns um, compared to his 2018 where he had 21 and his 2017 where he had 19. Uh, his yards per scrimmage, he had 1,064. Um, his 2018, he had 1,831. His 2019, he had 2,093. Uh, we're moving along to the Panthers. Um, so the Panthers don't have Newton anymore. Um, and I want to see how they do, if they're going to keep Will Greer in or if they're going to go with Teddy Bridgewater, who I think they're going to go with. Um, so last year, he last year only played two games with them. So it's not really a, a good statistic. I'll go with his year before his 2018 year. So his 2018 year, he played 14 games. He went 6-8. and eight. He threw... Uh, 24 touchdowns and 13 interceptions. He had 181st uh, down. Uh, he had about 7.2 yards per attempt and had about 7.0 yards game per pass attempt uh, adjusted. About um, 10.6 yards game per pass completion, about 242 yards game per play. Uh, he was sacked 29 times, uh, two fourth quarter comebacks, and two game winning drives, and he sacked about 5.8%. So I want to see what he's like with, um, uh, with the Patriots. Uh, Cam, though, However, he has been their lead passer since 2011, um, except for last year, obviously. Um, but I, I do want to see um, how he did. Obviously, Kyle Allen was last year, but you know, I, it's going to be interesting to see how they're going to do uh, without Cam and with a new player. And so with uh, Teddy Bridgewater. And Bridgewater, he became really popular and famous because he went five and zero with the Saints um, 
in the stretch where uh, uh, Breeze wasn't there. And if you just look at those stats, he threw nine touchdowns, two interceptions, uh, 1,384 yards, uh, averaged about 153.8 yards per game, a rating of 99.1, one fourth quarter comeback, and two game-winning drives. And his last full season was in 2015 when he was selected to the Pro Bowl with uh, Minnesota. Uh, 3,231 yards, uh, uh, passing, 14 touchdowns, 9 interceptions, uh, 88.7 rate, about 202 yards per game, one fourth quarter comeback, one game winning drive. So that's going to be interesting. And then finally, we're with Tampa Bay. Uh, and yeah, they got Brady. They have a really good team. They got Brady. They just picked up Shady McCoy. Um, They've been rocking with Jameis Winston for a while now, but I don't think he's going to be there. Uh, Jameis, though, he does put up a lot of yards and a lot of points. They were third in points and yards offensively last year. But Brady, I mean, I think I've already talked about him, but he's going to be 43 last year. He threw 4,000 yards, 24 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. He had about 253.6 yards per game, a rating of about 88.0. One fourth quarter comeback, one game winning drive. He was sacked percentage 4.2. Uh, and he was totally sa- he was sacked totally for 27 times. Um, they went 12 and four, so you know it's going to be excited to see. This is going to be a really competitive division. Um, I think everyone agrees that the NFC is much more competitive than the AFC. I mentioned that earlier, but you know these games, NFC Seattle plays them, which I think they may play one or two teams in the NFC South. Um, it's going to be really exciting to see, and it's going to be exciting to see how this team is going to shift because all four of these teams they have talent to be playoff teams. Um, all four quarterbacks have played in playoff games, so I'm really looking forward to how things work out for them uh, this year. All right, so we're finally in the NFC West. My favorite division, definitely the most difficult and most competitive division. So we're going to start off with my favorite team, the Seahawks, um, Russ and DK. So last year, uh, the Seahawks, their lead receiver was Tyler Lockett. Uh, Lockett had 1,057 yards. They were ninth in offensive ranking and eight in total uh Ninth in offensive ranking for points and eighth in offensive ranking for yards. Uh, Lockett last year minus at one thousand and fifty-seven yards. He had eight touchdowns. He had caught about seventy-four point five percent of all of his passes, nine point six yards per target, um, and um, he had about sixty-six point one yards per game. Now Russell Wilson had quite possibly the greatest year. Uh, he didn't get one MVP vote, which I'm still very mad about. But you know what? It is life moves on. It led them to an eleven and five record. Uh, threw for 4,110 yards, 31 touchdowns, 5 interceptions, uh, 6% touchdown. Um, so basically, on each one of his throws, there was a 6% chance it could have been a touchdown. Um, sacked 48 times, which is the most, or second most in his career. With uh, Last year, it was 51. Four fourth-quarter comebacks, five game-winning drives. Um, sack percentage is 8.5% of all of his drop packs, 256.9 yards per game, and a rating of 106.3. Um uh, yards game per pass attempt was 8.0. Average adjusted yards per game pass attempt was 8.7. And yards game per pass completion was 2.1. And then DK. So DK had a great year. Um, uh, 900 receiving yards, 58 receptions, 100 targets, caught 58% of all the balls, uh, 56.3 yards per game, uh, long of 54, um, and seven touchdowns. Um, yeah, so he had a great year. Uh, the, as DK and Russ grow stronger and as their connection grows deep with each other, I think that they're going to excel. And I really think that they're going to uh, be representing the NFC West in the playoffs this year. Uh, Niners, uh, what's next? So, you know, the Niners went to the Super Bowl. They had twenty. They were up 2010 with about 11 minutes left in the fourth quarter. And then they choked it to the Chiefs, right? Um, so their offseason was okay. They got... They re they re-signed defensive lineman Eric Armstrong to a five-year, eighty-five million dollar contract. Uh, they got rid of DeForest Buckner. They traded him to the Indianapolis Colts for the thirteenth pick in the NFL draft. Um, they let Emmanuel Sanders go, and then Joe Staley retired. Um, 
they they did they've selected Brandon Ayuk in the first round. They drafted uh, tackle Javon Kinlaw, and then they traded for Washington's uh, offensive lineman Trent Williams, who was really good. Um, they have problems with Richard Sherman, not because he's a terrible cornerback who can't play the inside. He's an okay cornerback, but because his contract expires after um, next season, and but they have Emmanuel Mosley. So, you know, I'm excited to see how they're going to do. Uh, I don't think they'll make it back to the Super Bowl. I think they'll actually lose to Seattle in the playoffs, but that may be some of my bias. Uh, the Rams. So, uh, I want to see how Jared Goff does and how they do without Todd Gurley. So, I previously mentioned Todd Gurley's stats. Um, you can go back and look at those, but the problem with the Rams is that they're only going to go as high as Goff can take them. So the Rams have a great team, um, but you know you need Mr. Perfect to do some stuff. So you look at Goff's uh, 2017 and 2018 year, he was selected at Pro's Bowls. Uh, he led them to 11-4 and 13-3, and, and then this year he led them to 9-7. So completed 62.9% of all of his completions. Uh, he threw uh, 4,638 yards, so the second most in his career. Um he had 22 touchdowns, uh, 16 interceptions, so uh, second uh, second fewest touchdowns and most interceptions in a year. Uh, he had about 11.8 yards gained per completed pass attempt and about 289, so second highest, or 290 uh, yards per game, uh, rating of 86.5, one fourth quarter comeback, two game winning drives, and sacked 22 times. So I want to see how they do. Um, last year they were 11th in points, 7th in yards, 17th in defensive points, and 13th in defensive yards. So I want to see how they do, um, and how you know they do in the division. They finished third out of fourth. They didn't make the playoffs, and you know it's going to be interesting. I want to see how McVay is going to lead them back. Um, then we have the um, the Cardinals, the last team in the NFC. Um, I'm looking forward to the Kyler Murray and the the Andre Hopkins. Uh, trade. I want to see how they work. So Kyler Murray, I thought he had a great year. I'm really excited, and I'm also very scared for what he's going to be doing in Seattle in a couple of years. Uh, 64.4% pass completions, 3,722 yards, uh, 20 touchdowns, 12 interceptions, uh, 232.6 yards per game, about 10.7 yards per uh, yards game per pass completion, 87.4 rating. He was sacked 48 times, which is really disappointing. Uh, he was sacked the exact same amount of times as Russell Wilson was. Um, Sack percentage 8.1%, one fourth quarter comeback, two game winning drives, and then Hopkins. So Hopkins had last year he was a Pro Bowl, uh, Pro Bowl and first team All Pro with Houston. Um, he had. Uh, 1,165 receiving yards, seven touchdowns. It caught 69.3% of the passes, about 7.8 yards per target, about 77.7 yards per game. Uh, targeted 150 times, caught 104 of those. Um, and so, yeah, I, it's going to be really interesting to see how he does. His total yards per scrimmage were 1,183. Uh, total touchdowns were seven, and he had an approximate value of 11. So uh, it's going to be really interesting to see how their bond works out. Um and they got rid of David Johnson. They signed. They they drafted Isaiah Simmons. They got Chandler Jones. They're gonna be. They're gonna be frightening. The NFC West is gonna be t- terrifying division to play in. Uh, it's gonna be terrifying uh, between the players. So between you know the Seahawks, the Niners, the Rams, and the Cardinals, and for any other team that comes and plays any of those four teams, uh, maybe with the exception of the Rams, I think they're gonna have a challenge. Uh, to I think they're gonna have a, a challenging task at hand. All right. That's the end of the NFC thing. I'm going to try to upload more regularly, and I'm going to come back with more things. I know we've only been doing football right now, uh, but this is, only, this is merely the beginning, and we're going to focus on NBA, um, uh, maybe baseball, um, and definitely soccer. Um, definitely Champions League now that it's coming out more. So we have all that stuff to focus on, and I will see you guys later. Uh, thank you for listening, and peace out.